We use our phones for everything at this point, and I am absolutely guilty of that. I look up recipes on my phone. I meal plan on my phone. I use my GPS, even though I know where I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) But did you know that you can also use your phone for some sexy me time? Don't worry. Your fantasies are safe with Dipsy. Just don't forget to use your headphones. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. And there's a growing library of fantasy series with vampires, Greek gods, and fairy smut to explore the bounds of your pleasure. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy written stories to read. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time. Explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or even heat things up with a partner. For listeners of our show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash justbreakup. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash justbreakup dipsystories.com slash just break up. Okay, if we're going to recreate this old pic of us that mom posted, we've got to get the outfits right. Well, for some reason, I can't find gauchos with a matching shrug anywhere. Let me try on my Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. I just use the S Pen to circle the outfit in the post and bam, five sites to buy it from right here. Shut up. How did you... You shut it. Mom's coming. Cute outfit. Get me one. (laughs) (laughs) Circle it, find it with the new Galaxy S24 Ultra and circle the search with Google. Upgrade now at Samsung.com. Internet connection required. Results may vary based on visuals. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra. The Mulder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. (laughs) (laughs) And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who is wondering if she's untrusting or if he's untrustworthy. But before we begin, (laughs) right? It's going to get juicy, y'all. Before we begin, we want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners, nor are we private investigators, which will become an important topic later on in this episode. <laughs> but I thought this letter was about one thing, <laughs> and then it it was not about that thing. It became about something totally else. So buckle up, y'all. Um, this is all to say, we don't know what we're talking about. We are not professionals. We are not trained in any of this. Um, we have no certification. So please take our advice as you see fit. We are only here to offer our humble musings, our, our humble and supplementary musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs about the incredibly rewarding, but mostly confusing experience that is love. All right. So this letter comes from Dazed and Confused in Austin, whose pronouns are she, her, who is writing from Austin, Texas. Hi, Sam and Sierra. I love, love your podcast. I am a firm believer that reality and honesty doesn't have to be considered negative. And I am so refreshed by your direct discussions about relationships and love and friendships and, of course, breakups. I, a cis female, have been in a monogamous relationship for three and a half years now with a cis male partner. He's about 10 years older than me, and at first I was head over heels for this cool, interesting, Jess from Gilmore Girls type guy. 
He challenged me to learn about books and music and movies and try new things and is just cool and also silly and cute and makes me laugh and does sweet things for me constantly. And my dog loves him. However, this entire relationship, I've been struggling with what is and is not, quote, normal in a relationship. I've been doing my own work in therapy for four years and have even started group therapy to break down some of my own insane insecurities and trust issues that I have around men. So I am struggling with untangling things that feel really bad to me from what is actually bad. And I am really trying not to put my own shit on my friends and partners anymore. However, I am in a haze of doubt and confusion constantly with him. For instance, I am personally on a path of not talking to exes after we break up as it is not healthy for me. I struggle with untangling romantic emotions from relationships. I do not judge people who do, however, if they have established some clear boundaries and clarity. My partner has stayed friends with everyone he's ever slept with. Everyone. Instagram likes, DMs, texts, etc. Including his seven-year relationship, who he at first talked to almost every day. They haven't been together since 2013, but only broke up because they were of different religions and she wanted to be with someone of her same faith. Almost a year in, I found out that he had not yet told her about me and I wrote it off as being in the pandemic and he said they just didn't really talk about romantic partnerships on either end. He then asked me at one point if he ever had to tell her about me. Red flag! But I was still trying to hide my jealous, clingy side. Plus, he framed it in a way that was perfectly sweet, saying that he didn't want to make her feel bad about how cool and pretty his new girlfriend was. So I let that pass. He eventually told her about me after I stormed out after being very confused one time. And he said he stopped being friends with her after telling her that I was uncomfortable with their friendship, which honestly felt worse. And it felt like he was throwing me under the bus. I had repeatedly told him I was not wanting him to do that. I just wanted to know what his boundaries were and why he didn't tell her about me for so long. But he keeps saying he just doesn't think like that. Then I found out that he had a continued constant friendship with her, including FaceTiming her frequently. He's known to lie to me if it's something that would make me upset. He was DMing a girl he used to sleep with who lives in LA when we were there for a short vacation, for instance, but he didn't see her. I asked him why then he couldn't message her back when he got home, and he again said he just didn't think like that. I found condoms in a bag in his closet that I had snooped in that had been purchased within the time frame of our relationship. I did a deep dive into how to figure out the manufactured date. I'm the worst. Apparently oh they God, quote, a- quote <laughs> it's that's next level that's, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently they quote weren't his and he didn't know where they came from. And his friend even said that they might be hers from when she stayed with us during a music festival. I found sex on his phone, but he maintains that they were for his job as a private investigator. I don't know his phone password and never have access to phone or social media or anything. And I never wanted it until I noticed how secretive he was about his phone. If he was honest, I wouldn't have an issue with most things. Most of these things singularly. His job is what it is. I think it's a really nice idea to be able to stay friends with exes as it takes the stigma out of breakups and show that two people can decide that they don't want to be romantically involved and still respect someone as an individual, not just as a sex object. But I am sitting here so confused as I have no clear picture as to what is happening and what is going on. I know how dumb I sound. Like, girl, just break up with him. And I have broken up with him multiple times after trying to just have a really calm, non-defensive conversation that always makes me feel like I am being too pushy and jealous. But he always makes it seem like he really wants me and wants to work on our relationship. And I genuinely love hanging out with him and find him so engaging and fun and silly and sweet. 
in so many ways, he's a perfect boyfriend. I don't even know what my question is. I just don't know what to think with relationships. And I'm struggling to understand the reality of healthy dynamics from the fantasy. I just want honesty, but I don't really know how much is okay to expect from boundaries without going full Jonah Hill. Ugh, I'm the worst. Thanks so much for all the light that you shine out here in the haze. Oh, my darling. Thank you so much for listening, for writing and trusting us with this letter. Uh, yeah, seems like you're pretty twisted up about what is real and what isn't real and what you're allowed to ask for and not ask for. And I think in this circumstance, you know, like most, but particularly in this one, Sam and I can just offer our, you know, one dimensional because we're not in it, our one dimensional reactions to what we see from the information that you provided for us. Um, Mm -hmm. And to be honest, when I first started reading this letter, I thought it was going to be a a letter about, you know, how do I get used to the fact that my significant other is friends with their exes. And that's like a great and noble (laughs) thing to talk about. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that is not what I want to talk about today. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we can talk about that a little, but there are, I, here's what I'm going to do in a second when we come back from our break. My therapist once, I was like talking about something that had really upset me years before, years ago, but that I had just sort of like worked through and sort of brushed over with a parent, you know? And she said something to me that like basically validated all my feelings that I had brushed over for years. She was like, oh, so as a, at the time, a 33-year-old, you're required to share your personal life with your parent at all times. And I remember her just speaking, this is obviously very vague, (laughs) but I remember her just speaking bluntly to me as an outsider. It gave me permission to see and to feel all of the feelings that I was trying to, you know, that I was trying to like work through for the greater good of this other person. You know, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it Mm -hmm. gave me permission to see this issue from the outside. And that's what we're going to do. One second. We just have to take a quick break. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because... <laughs> love it. <laughs> 
Honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know, I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. (laughs) Stop wasting money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. (laughs) We don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Okay, everyone, welcome back. Uh, Days I don't know confused. if any of that fucking made sense. Sam, sorry. <laughs> no, I think it's actually really great. Uh, okay, you go know, ahead. Because sorry. I think I think that's what Days and Confused is really asking us for in this letter of like, um, I need somebody to like say the thing out loud to me about like what is actually happening here. Um, and I think you know, you know, I think that Sierra and I have talked extensively on this podcast about like the realities of feeling jealousy in relationships, right? Like jealousy is normal, right? Feeling um, sort of moments of being insecure or being a little bit like, wait, what's going on here is like, is a, I think a natural part of relationships. hundred percent. And often, right. And often the advice that we have is like, there's internal work to be done when we are with somebody who is trustworthy and we're still having trouble trusting them. Right. Like that's, we want to turn it internally to say like, What's coming up for us? Like, what assumptions are we making? What sort of wound needs to be tended to that we're having this type of reaction? And what I want to say to you, Dazed and Confused, is that, like, it sounds like you're doing a lot of that wound tending, right? Like, you're in therapy about this. You are in group therapy about this. Um, and you're naming a lot of the truths that I think that Sierra and I would say to somebody who is maybe having feelings about like my friend, my my boyfriend is friends with all of his exes and I'm having trouble with that, right? Like, you're talking about how like, yeah, absolutely. People can be friends with their exes, right? People are able to separate physical or romantic desire from friendship desire, right? Like people are capable of doing that. Like all of this good stuff that you're already answering for yourself in this. And I think what I'm noticing about your letter is that like, 
as you are writing this, you're already giving yourselves the answers that Sierra and I would give you in this situation. And still, things don't feel quite right, right? Like, no, even though you're doing this, like this self-work to say like, what's coming up for me? What wounds do I need to tend to? There's still a lot of stuff here where it's like, this is not this making doesn't make sense. sense, right? Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of places where it's like, yeah, you can be friends with your ex or, you know, like you have to sext people for your job, right? Which is why I said that thing about private investigators. Cause I'm like, that sounds made up to me, but I don't know. I'm not a private investigator. <laughs> if you are a private investigator who listens to our show and please write us. Cause I want to know about your life. <laughs> a client. Like this is what I'm saying to you. This is what I want to say to you. Letter writer. Um, in, I will believe that that was a professional obligation if he was able to explain to you in a compassionate way, meaning like as your partner of a significant amount of time, I would expect him to have to come to you and tell you what was happening. If that was a part of your relationship agreement that like sexual texts are not what you do in your monogamous relationship. Like if he had to do that for mm-hmm. your work, for his work, he at least has to come and tell you about it. Right. Yeah. That is mm-hmm. a sign of respect of maturity and compassion for you, not keeping it from you. You know what I mean? Like on top of the fact that I feel like that is not <laughs> in the realm of what profession, uh, private investigators do is that i mean am i being ignorant i don't know it's just like it I'm doesn't googling make sense it. i'm literally googling it <laughs> no, right honestly. now so keep it talking it doesn't make sense to me that he would sext people from his personal phone number as a private investigator right like wouldn't he have like a, a number that wouldn't be attached to him <laughs> right so that it's not like cross oh like oh now this person like has his actual phone number right like there's a lot that they can do with that if he's like investigating them this is all wild speculation. The only thing I know about private investigators is like the four seasons of Veronica Mars that I've seen. So like, I, I literally have no idea. Sierra is deep into Google, just as you were when you were Googling about manufacturer dates uh, on Which, condoms. You know what I just want to say about that as well is that like, look how much work you're doing to either uh, like find trust or find mistrust. That's mm. a lot of like that you're, I'm not really sure. I don't want to say he's not worth this labor because this is your love of many years. And I'm not here to disparage a relationship that you believe in, despite really struggling to find trust in. But I do want to point out like that is a lot. That's a lot. It's just a lot. Like I, there's a lot of strikes happening here and I, this is not 2018 just breakup. I'm not out here being like, fuck this dude. And also at the same time, I, what I want to say back to you is if me and my relationship, if I had found like contraceptive in my household, that person better have a, what, this is what I'm trying to get at. Like, if I ever, if I ever found something like that and my significant other didn't have a calm and reasonable explanation for that, like, ugh, what, what am I trying to get at? What I'm trying to get at is like, there shouldn't be a lot of defensiveness if you didn't do anything 
wrong. I don't know if that's like even a great point to make on a podcast. Um, or like the or like the sex thing. Like if the sex thing was actually a professional thing, like don't you think he would have like told her like I have to sext this person? Also, no. Google tells me private investigators may not have direct access to send and receive text messages. However, that they have special resources that can help them collect sensitive information about a person. It can be helpful to reveal professional personal and past criminal records like they can't tap your phone like why would they <laughs> and i'm saying this my darling like just to point it out to you this doesn't make any sense to sam and i we're not private investigators though so what is it some sort of like cheating ploy i don't i don't know uh and also like the condom thing is like Fine, maybe his friend left the condoms at their house. Like, cool, sure, great. I think that the thing that is, like, most concerning to me is that, like, the particularly the instance where he told you, apropos of nothing, right, like, you didn't ask him to do this, that he had ended his friendship with the ex, and then secretly was still communicating with her which again is like i don't know what's going on there like maybe they are just friends like and i like i'm totally on board with the idea that we can all be friends with our exes if we want to but I, the concerning thing to me is that he lied to you about that for absolutely no reason and this idea that you have of like he frequently lies to me to like spare my feelings about things i want to just like go back to the idea or I want to like reframe that a little bit and say like, he's lying to you because he doesn't want you to have bad feelings about him. Right? Like he's lying to you because he can't handle the idea that you, that he would do something to upset you. Right. And like, that's really different, right? Like who knows what lengths this person will go to, to not make you upset with him. Right. And it seems like there's a lot of different things that are kind of adding up here where you don't know how to trust him because he's admitted to you. I will lie to you about things if I think you're going to get upset about them, which, first of all, is like the mindset of a child. <laughs> like, like, it's like I'm going to lie about breaking the cookie jar, even though, you know, it's me because I don't want to upset you. <laughs> right. Like, I don't want to get in trouble for it. Right. Like, it's just. It's not a mark of like emotional maturity that this person is like literally admitting to the fact that like he is so afraid about like making you upset that he would rather lie to you about something that doesn't actually matter and that you didn't actually ask for. And I think that that's probably like kind of the root of why you feel so unmoored about this relationship. Like what can you trust? What can't you trust? Because <clears throat> not even because this person is doing anything wrong necessarily, right? Like. I will even grant that maybe all these things are absolutely true that he needs to sex people for his job or that like the condoms weren't his or that, you know, th that he doesn't have feelings for his ex. But it's the fact that like he's willing to like lie about those things to keep himself from getting in trouble. That is like deeply concerning to me. Like that's not that is not how relationships grow. That's not how trust gets built. Right. It's hard to trust somebody who has told you that I lie to you, right? I lie to you to spare your feelings. Like that's not a thing that can foster a relationship that is built on understanding. So it, of course you're confused by this because this person is telling you like, I'm intentionally confusing you all the time so that I don't get in trouble. Yeah, I totally agree. Also, I've been Googling this whole time. 
and I don't find <laughs> I haven't found anything about like somebody dating you um as private investor yeah it's yeah I think Sam said it perfectly is that like there's a culture of mistrust perhaps maybe one mm-hmm. that you feel like your insecurities or jealousy or whatever is fueling like you said like you're not used to being friends with exes or whatever and we like sam said at the beginning so beautifully we can be accountable to that we know that's when we need to turn inward and also mm-hmm. there's these like repeat offenses where that don't make sense to us outsiders that don't have the we don't have the insider knowledge but sometimes the outside perspective is what brings you clarity you know is what allows you to step outside of the of the magic of the of the passion of the deep desire to have it work and say wow this really isn't working this isn't working for me Mm -hmm. um so I, I think I'd like to end by just saying, you know, maybe what I would do to keep this relationship going. You know, I, I don't want to automatically say just break up despite our name because I don't know this relationship. But if I were to stay in this relationship, I would need. Man, I just would need so much more, I guess maybe more than he'd be willing to give. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, the biggest thing is that like you two need to work out a plan for what happens when he feels you're being too pushy and is going to like, and feels the need to lie to make you not upset with him. Right. Like, yeah. And I, and I want to, I want to say that like, you know, we're not in your relationship. So it's very possible that there is fault on both sides of this, right? Like it is very yeah. possible that like some of your triggers around jealousy are coming up in a way that he feels like he doesn't have the space to be able to tell you things, right? Like that could be happening. But I do think that you two need to figure that element out first and you need to do it in a way that is honest and with some agreed upon rules or like protocols for how you're going to handle that stuff when it comes up, right? Right. How are you going to do the self-soothing that you need to do to be able to have this conversation in a way that's responsive as opposed to reactive? And how is he going to be able to find a way to build up his own bravery to say something that might upset you, to tell you the truth yes. about something that might hurt your feelings, right? And both of you need to agree to that because if if one of you does it and the other doesn't, then like things just don't work super well, right? Like things don't go then like the, the, the careful balance that's needed there is going to get out of whack. But I do think that there's like that if I were in this situation, like that's where I would start because I think that that is kind of the, the domino that's knocking over all of these other, like that's what's starting the chain of these, like, wait a minute, these condoms, wait a minute, these sex, the sexting, wait a minute, the relationship that he still has with his ex, right? Like, I think that's where this is all coming from. So if you can like get to some of the heart of that, I think that would be great, but you need to continue doing the work that you're doing. And I think he needs to also agree that he needs to be accountable to also show up differently in how he reacts to some of the feelings that you might be having about the relationship. That's it right there. And if, if Sam and I can leave you with one passing gift, it is to say that like, you don't always have to work through your discomfort or your mistrust like it's a you have every permission to say this 
answer that you're giving me, just because you're giving me one, it's not good enough. He doesn't need to fix it, right? What needs to happen, unfortunately, is that you have to say, this is not enough for me. This doesn't soothe me. This doesn't nourish me. This doesn't make me feel great about our connection. Just because you have an answer for everything doesn't mean that answer is is going to work for me. And it's not about it's not about digging out the truth from him. It's not about digging out a better truth that makes you feel better. It's going to come down to you saying, I deserve better than this. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, my darling. I know this is really tricky. I know it's probably hard to listen back to and confusing as hell because this is somebody you love who also is, you know, really triggering and frustrating you frustrating to you at times but um we love you we know it's hard but um we believe in you and we hope this helps absolutely thank you so much for writing we love you all right everyone thank you so much for listening if you want more content from us or if you would like access to ad free episodes you can always support us on patreon if you support us on patreon for as little as five dollars a month you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode as well as access to episodes without ads. That's patreon.com slash justbreakuppod. You can slide into our DM, send us your favorite relationship memes, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Just Break Up is a production of Duvid Media, original music, recording, editing, producing all magical things uh, by Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his music and podcasts. And remember, it's okay if you establishing your feelings and your truth and your boundaries disappoints other people. We're never going to be in perfect alignment with other people because we all experience reality differently. But it is okay to stand up for yourself sometimes to say, you know, what you're saying isn't enough for me. So I'm going to soothe myself. I'm going to take myself over here where you no longer have access to hurt me. And if all else fails, just break up.